Wednesday podcast. Episode 39. Episode 30. See, this is a good one. What do you got for us? This is a good one uh, because two of St. Louis's most notorious uh, angry bastards and talkers both repped 39. One for the birds, one for the blues. I, I, no. The We're Mad waiting. Hungarian, oh, okay. Al Rabosky, oh, okay. and Kelly Chase, man. Oh, fuck. I love Chase, Chase. Chaser yeah. Rep 39, awesome. as did the Mad Hungarian, oh, which fantastic. makes it such a perfect uh, angry bastard episode for this holiday season. The angry bastard <laughs> episode. I like it. Right. I like it. We've got our friend Colin with us yeah. today. Hello. Welcome. Thank Hi. you for coming out. Yes, our friend Colin, we've uh, been fortunate enough to kind of meet on the con circuit. Yeah. Now... He has come to join us and have some fun. He's a fellow right. pop culture nerd, geek. Yes. He's into everything. A little bit of everything that we love. I mean, yeah. he's got the uh, he's got a little bit of the wrestling. I love me some wrestling. Yeah, I love wrestling. But we bonded mainly over Kevin Smith. That's true. Yep. So. I love Kevin Smith. He's probably, I don't know, my favorite director of all time. I, for sure. For sure. That's has a, to be. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, well, I think he yeah. speaks to the exact weird sensibilities that we all have. Exactly. <laughs> which is yeah. what I, makes I, him perfect. I, I, which also makes him like the perfect writer director to bond over. Right. Because if you if you share that sensibility, it says so many things about you. Right. Yes. Like, if you if if you meet two people that are both a big fan of him, it's like, oh yeah. The rest of our lives probably overlap. We share also. a lot right. of stuff. And if you right. say like the number thirty-seven, everyone knows <laughs> right. what everyone right. knows what that yes. is. Yes, in a row. In a row. I in a row? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, uh, I just jot this down briefly because this popped in my head when we were talking. So John's got. I'm about ten years older than John. How old right. did you say you were? Feel my uh, Thirty-three. So you're about the same age. Yeah, like a year older. Yeah, you're older. Yeah, yeah. Recently, so I, I've always considered myself a. Generation Xer. Uh-huh. That's what I was raised you, you as. You are for sure. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. But now they're saying there's this small window that I fall into. I was born in 1978. Okay, Boomer. X. <laughs> <laughs> we're calling it Xennials. I don't like what? it. What? Xennials. What the fuck is an Xennial? Basically, it's somebody in their 40s who is not uncomfortable operating modern technology like phones or iPads. So, not my dad? Kind of, right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't agree with this. This is Fuck a, that. this seems like one of those random Wikipedia updates that anybody can make. Right. <laughs> I, I have such a hard time with like classifying generations because it seems like such a strange, arbitrary way to like categorize an entire complex human. Right. Just be right. like, See, but right. everybody born in this ten year stretch. Is this. See, but what are right. what are like you, you got kids? So like, for what, sure. What are our kids? Are we like the baby Yoda generation? Are they like the baby Yoda generation? Like, like excuse me, it's called the child. Oh, the, right. oh yeah, the, I haven't gotten. There it's yet. not baby Yoda technically, oh, but we have no name no. for this race. It's just. Because I no, ordered, just, I ordered the pops the other day from my oh distributor. Oh shit, you did! But you don't get them till February, oh, so everybody's pissed, it's right? Such bullshit. Man. Um, Happy but it's just says, it just right. says the child. There's no, there's no That's name so for fucked. it or whatever. Yeah, so baby fucking Yoda, yeah. come on. There's right. gonna be a name. There's gonna be a name. Are it's you, gonna, it's gonna you say that because you think the child is related to Yoda? Oh yeah, no, you've seen the memes, right? Like I, you've I, seen I, the memes with like baby Yoda for sure, girl gremlin, sure. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> the <program. laughs> so great, what's buddy. interesting about that is I started reading some shit um, and thinking about some shit simultaneously and, and thinking about the idea of that being like Yoda's offspring. It is. So our only, more than likely, 
I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Or maybe it's some fucking but see, force manifestation. And this is of no joke. Yoda, or reincarnation of you, or whatever the fuck. Right. No. But no he, joking around. That's a, if that's the case. That changes. Well, that's what I'm the saying. The original prequel. So, right. so the reason it changes shit is, um, and th- this is math that probably should have been put together, and probably many people much smarter than me put it together sooner. Um, but when we look at the prequels and they talk about the idea of Jedi not being allowed to like marry and fall in love and right. have like romantic right. relationships, right. you think of it in very much like a like a Catholic Church way of like, no, we want you to be married to the fucking Force, right. and, and and this is how it goes. But really, what if this is say, like, and that always if, works out great. Well, obviously, but this is saying if we look at the Skywalker lineage. And now we look at this Yoda offspring. Is this saying force sensitivity is an inherited trait? So really, the Jedi could be saying like, hey, you can't marry and have kids because then we're creating this weird like dynasty of force of sensitives. Force people, right. and, and that in itself creates this whole problematic situation. See, see, and that, that and that's way more fucking interesting sure, than right. like the Catholic Church version of like, of like no, <laughs> you can't be married because fuck you. Right. Yeah. You're married to God. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's it like that makes it more interesting to me. Right. I think the only way the child is related to Yoda is that it's a clone. Oh yeah. shit. Because they wanted the scientists wanted it for whatever reason. Sure. Right. I thought maybe originally to clone it, but maybe it was already a clone, and they didn't want to lose it. Ooh. Because those doctors were from... Um, from the what's, Empire. What's, yeah. the, what's the clone island, though? Um, uh, Camino. Yeah, Camino. That doctor had his Camino patch, so yeah. he's a clone doctor of some sort. Did so they already maybe, clone maybe, a the red, maybe the red herring is they're saying, we want this this child to clone it, but right. really they're like, we want this child because it's because our it's fucking our, clone. Yeah, it's our, our clone. It's, it's right. our fucking asset. Right. That's why they, even dead, the guy was cool with it. It's ours. We just need it back. It's our clone. Right. Yeah. So we're just saying. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, that's what I love about The Mandalorian. I don't want to spoil anything going forward. I know you're two episodes behind. Yeah. You're you caught up? Oh, I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Okay. And um, episode six, for what it's worth, uh, brought me back. Yeah? Right? Episode six was by far, in my opinion... Episode six is exactly what I've been wanting the Mandalorian to be. Like it was when I first saw a trailer, when it was first announced, like that idea in my head of like, oh, this cool fucking space western with these rogues and with this fucking skullduggery and and back like that was the episode I wanted. Sure, that was the one. Yeah. Episode six was very much one. It was like it was self-contained. It doesn't like play into the huge mythology as much as just being like, oh. I I get it now. Um, right. And, and, it fu- and fucking Bill Burr. Being well, I was going to say. just like a really odd. One of like, the greatest. Oh, as far as. Fucking guest appearance. The whole episode. What great guest appearances throughout. Right. Bill like, Burr is awesome. Apollo Creed. Well, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Carl Weathers. to see Carl he's, Weathers. <laughs> he's, he's not a huge name, but you know him. Clancy Brown. Yeah. he He's in fucking Starship Troopers. He's the fucking. Um, Drill sergeant guy. Uh huh. Um, he's in fucking. He's the voice of fucking Mr. Krabs for Christ's sakes. <laughs> but he Mr. was. Uh, he was the red guy. What's the um, the demon? The demon looking dude who yeah. looked like one of the old dudes from. They called him like the Dad demon. I, yeah. I think was yeah. the fucking um, species name. And then what was that? Um, the chick, the blue chick. Um, with I don't the, know who that actress was. Yes, you do. Do I? You do. 
She was the crazy broad in Game of Thrones who brought Bran back to the castle. Oh, the no fuck out of here! Yes. Uh, what the fuck's her name? I wrote it down. Um, it's Natalia. I didn't write it all down. Natalia something. I thought I remember. Okay. That was a bad move. Um, yeah. <laughs> right on. But I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice from somewhere. For the longest time, I thought it was, um, um, what's her name in Pulp Fiction? Uma Any Uma of you motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No way did they put Uma Thurman uh, in fucking uh, makeup. No, the I love you, honey bunny. Uh, the very beginning when they rob. Any of you motherfuckers move and I'll shoot the next mother. You know, all the when they rob the fucking diner in the beginning. Yeah. The chick in the beginning, the British chick. It sounded like her. I thought it was her for the longest time. <laughs> Uh, so I had to go look it up, but I knew I knew the voice. But it was, it's not her. It's not her. It's the chick from Game of Thrones. Oh, the lady from the Game lady. of Thrones. Um, See, um, to bring it back on your your whole like lineage of the Force thing, wouldn't that kind of like is this canon? I I don't recall if it's canon to the new new movies because wouldn't that like if if it's like the Skywalker the Skywalker like family tree has all this Force, would that mean like Ray could be a fucking Oh, for sure. Skywalker? Like, the well, that, fucking that, titles, The Rise of Skywalker. Motherfucker, we're going to know Thursday night yeah. at 10.30 right. p.m. Are you guys Ronnie's. going? Oh, yeah, 10.30 p.m. Ronnie, so we got our yeah. tickets. Yeah. I'm going. That was it. I didn't hear back. Did you get that text message? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, okay. Absolutely, yes. I'm going I'm going next week. It's, an, it's, an, it's yeah. implied. The, I, I assume. <laughs> that's why I didn't think. That, I, that's why I haven't brought it up yet. Because totally. I didn't question yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I'm going the week after. So, like, I'm pretty stoked to see you. Cool. I'll make sure and text you everything. It took fucking Dude, it was one of those like so my wife is totally C-3PO was a Jedi <laughs> yes <laughs> my wife is totally disinterested in most of this shit that's mine yeah, but like this Star Wars was one that she was like oh I'll go see that with you she saw the last two with me yeah at midnight and shit um actually this is a great story but I'm I don't want to go off on this st- alright fuck it um, so uh when when uh Fucking Force Awakens. When Force Awakens was coming out was when my wife was pregnant with our twin daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was December of that year. Our girls were born in February. So she was pretty fucking far along. And especially with them being twins. She was was fucking there. Um, And that night we had tickets to go to the Blues game. And then we were going to go to Force Awakens after. Um, it was because that night and she was that pregnant. And you had these plans. Yeah. Dang. Um, Bad planning because, right. well, no, we had bought these blues tickets way in advance because How far I, don't, I don't give a shit. I'm going there. Like I'm be- a Barrett Jackman fan before the sex right. advance or what? Maybe. Okay. Well, maybe that's, that's, that's maybe allowable. I because, mean, because well, no, we bought those tickets specifically because it was like a week after my birthday. And that was the first time the Predators were playing in St. Louis that year. Okay. And that was the summer that Barrett Jackman signed with the Predators. Okay. And I love me some Barrett Jackman. I know he was much maligned here, but he's a fucking blue as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I wanted to see his comeback. Right. And it was then it became even more perfect. It was a Thursday night. So we are like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go to this game, and then afterwards we'll go see Force Awakens. So we uh, get all set up to fucking go to this, go to this Blues game. My wife starts having contractions. Oh. So I'm sitting there, and we're like, oh, fuck. So she's, like, calling the doctor. Um, and then eventually, like, shit subsided. And we talked to the doctor. And doctor's like, ah, you're probably fine. Fuck so we noise. went to the fucking Blues <laughs> game. Oh, wow. And we and went and movie? saw Star Wars. <laughs> wow. Wow. And my wife is a fucking champion. That's, that's commitment. Um, that's good stuff. So, like, she's... And she came and saw Last Jedi with me in theaters. So she was like, no, I'd like to see this. 
Um, but then I was talking to her last week, and I was like, hey, you know, we got to see this opening night. And she's like, ah, I don't know if I, you know, can handle staying up that later if we can get a sitter for overnight. I was like, well, then I'll see it again with you in a week. Right. But um, I'm going. It, it was one of those things that, like, the, in the era, in the world that we live in, the internet being what it's being, I can't take a fucking chance. It's right, not right. like I, this is a movie that I need to experience with zero expectation. Right, it's important to me to the entire uh, movie going experience. So we're going. It's just that. Yeah, like I told that. Libby, I was like, this is this is a non negotiable. Right. Like I'm I'm super happy to see it with you again. Right, you right. know I watch a movie fucking fifty times. Right. Um, midnight or ten thirty. Yeah, whatever if you want to yeah. get sittered in the afternoon the next weekend, in I'm there. all right. in for it. Yep. But I'm not gonna not go open yep. night. Right. Yep. I have to. You have to. Uh, me, me and Jessica went. She, you know, she likes some of the things I'm into. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. <laughs> um, Star Wars just never her thing. I, I don't know what her parents let her watch as a child. Right. I don't know what the fuck how how in reckless was that? Jeez, I don't. She's like outside or something. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but we went. It wasn't. It was like a Friday or Saturday night. Um, Force Awakens. Okay. She falls asleep. Oh. I was brutal. Embarrassed. I got it's in, it was embarrassing and like that's embarrassing to me. Oh, I got a fall asleep <laughs> story. I'm we're going off on No, it is it. And a fall, uh, my my wife when we started dating, I was like I'm you guys know I'm so into Kevin Smith. I yeah, was like, sure. "Hey, let's watch a Kevin Smith movie, you know?" Like, right. It's like, "Okay." I, I think she had seen Clerks 2 before she met me, and she liked Clerks 2 because it's fucking awesome. But I was like, let's watch Clerks. You know what she did? Halfway through the movie, fell asleep. Wow. Oh, no. Fell asleep. Yeah. And I I wasn't even mad because we were <laughs> dating. But, like, in my soul, I was just like... How was, the, how was there a second date? <laughs> oh, this is was, this was after the second date. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, no, I, and I, did, I mean, I didn't really think long and hard, but I kind of <laughs> almost had to, but she made up for it, so that's okay. I, uh, we have Star Wars on in the background here. This is the first time I'm seeing um, Jawas. Since watching the Mandalorian, yeah, and seeing oh, them, in, I see them in a whole new way. Kind of, it's kind of funny because like you really, you know, you, you saw them fleetingly as, in this stuff. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just this. You never saw them interact with anybody just or anything. Full on scavengers. It's, it's it's pretty cool to. I've enjoyed T, T, TNT and TBS have been playing all the Star Wars shit. Yeah, we yeah. watched we watched the prequels at my house yesterday. Yeah, I mean they even had like Rogue One and everything on too, so it's kind of nice. So. Well, my kid's into it now too, so I'm like really stoked that he's into it because I love watching these movies. Right. Yep. Like my wife and I were sitting drinking a cup of coffee this morning, and she she's like, "I'm gonna have to get into all this stuff now, aren't I?" And I'm like, "Yup, <laughs> sucker, yep. got her rope yeah, her right. in." That's like, right. Why do you think I spawn children right? <laughs> to force you in on it? That's what when when Libby and I started dating, we so we went to school in Springfield, and that's where we met. Right. Um, so when we're down there, uh, she her twentieth birthday was like six months into us dating. Um, and it was ripe. It was, uh, it was before red state, but kind of in that, in that era. Right. Um, and Kevin Smith had not come to St. Louis ever before. 
but he was pretty experienced at going to the Midland. Mm-hmm. So so I hadn't seen him because he never came to St. Louis. Right. And when I was living down there, I saw that he was going to the Midland like the weekend of her birthday. Oh. So I convinced Libby, who like now she's a big Kevin Smith fan, but at the time like she didn't know him from fucking Adam. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I was like, hey. For your birthday, I want to take you on a trip. I want to take you on a fucking weekend trip. She was like, oh, that's awesome. What are you doing? I was oh, like, we're going, thanks, to Ka- we're going to go to Kansas City. She's like, oh, I've never been to Kansas City. I was like, yeah, we're going to see a comedian. She's like, who? And I was like, Kevin Smith. Who's that? Does he have stand-up? I was like, well, not really, but. Love it. Um, and she had a fucking great time, and she became a huge <laughs> Kevin Smith fan out of it. So it worked, but it was a real, uh, I look back on that as very much like, Bold fucking move, John. Uh-huh. You could have really ended a relationship in a goddamn so, uh, hurry yeah. by saying, like, yeah. this is my gift to you that's really a huge fucking yeah. gift to me. <laughs> We're going to go see this guy that I'm a massive fan of that I've never been able to see. And I'm going to, the only way I can do it, because I couldn't skip her birthday. Right. So I had to be like, this is the first birthday she had and then we were together. I had to figure out how to fucking finesse it in. Worked out all right. Talk about, well, watch this transition. So, Crisis on Infinite Earth, which Kevin Smith is doing a after show for. What? You haven't watched this? No. You've been watching the after shows, right? Yeah, I've watched one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every Crisis, there's, I don't know what they call it, something after show, but Kevin Smith hosts the, the Talking uh, Crisis. Talking Crisis, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I know, we'll, we'll, you haven't, you haven't watched it. Has he hosted it online or on no, CW? It's no, on CW. It's on CW. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I got to. I shit you not. <laughs> Now I'm really hoping for a snow day tomorrow so that I can stay up real late tonight and binge it all. Right? My plan last night was going to be to to binge Crisis coming into today. Because, you know, as a as if I was always week to week on The Flash in, in recent years. Yeah. Right, from the beginning of Flash, I've been week to week on it. And I was week to week on Arrow for a long time up until, really up until my kids were born. Because then I had to start parsing down but this year i haven't watched a single flash i haven't like i good thing is you really don't have to watch any of that to watch crisis and get it that's why i I was like oh man i'll just i'll watch crisis and then i'll come back and rewatch flash season when time comes but just to me both i watch both flash and arrow Uh i don't really watch supergirl i don't want i haven't watched batgirl i've watched you know here and there sparingly i rarely watch legends which i think isn't even on until next year again but um you don't have. I've watched Arrow and I enjoy. I still enjoy Arrow. I like it, but both Arrow and Flash this season have been kind of all just a build up just to build up what's going to gonna happen to Crisis. So it's just been kind of filler episodes, like right. our episodes that you know kind of how they're going to wrap up because Crisis is still coming. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. so there's really no big threat. Oh, so and so is hostage. Might die. No, right. I saw him in Crisis. Yeah, you well, that's, I mean? and so, that's also the thing is like you. Know, they've put. So many eggs in this crisis basket yeah. that it's almost like, and they're killing it. It's and I'm sure they yeah, are, but it's almost it. like, why are we even making? Why isn't crisis the beginning of the season? Why right. aren't we just making half seasons right. of all these shows for this season? Because crisis is such a massive Dude, fucking deal right now. The CW is bending DCU over and making it its bitch because yeah. oh, it is doing DC. That's not hard. It's not. <laughs> right. No, it's not hard. Well, it's probably a soft flaccid rape anyway. Right. Because Aww. it's DC. Because it's never really hard. Oh. <laughs> That's Aww. right. Topical. <laughs> That's good, though. Now we, um, I, 
No, offended. Come I'm offended. Well, I even said this. I said this before we started recording. Crisis has so many characters that I don't give right. a fuck about. Right. But it's still great. Yeah, it's great. I don't really care about any of the canaries. I don't give a shit about Black Lightning. See, but the I don't care so about. Too, they, it is, but they've done so. They killed off like Teen Titans on an alternate universe. Yeah. Like, pretty cool. They tied that in. They yeah. killed off Robert Wall on an alternate universe. Pretty fucking. They killed off Burt Ward yeah. on an alternate universe. Okay. They didn't really say if he was Robin because he was Burt Ward now. Right. Probably couldn't fit in a good suit. Sure. But he was huh. like pushing a cart down a street and kind of looked homeless. Um, I mean, but it was isn't that Ward. what you would expect Robin to be now? Probably. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. If you were uh, adopted as an orphaned boy and Actually, then no. put to fight a when fight I think crime modern and then day, left behind, modern by day that times. Hero, when I think Robin, you have no marketable yeah. skills, I'd be homeless. You're, still, right, like, you're, you're severely traumatized and have zero marketable skills. <laughs> that is the recipe for homelessness, man. No, you can get a job at Verizon doing that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> That's evidenced by your recent interactions exactly. with Exactly. Yeah. You can pass a pamphlet over. Yeah, here right. you go. You can say call this number. Here you go, Robin. When, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, can I, I help you is not what you hear when you walk into a GameStop. Yeah, right. but he's probably just having like, you know, like Vietnam flashbacks of like Batman and just right. like I mean, dude had to use he, dude had to use shark spray for deer's sake, right? right? He Speaking almost got of, eaten by a shark. Yeah, Batman flashbacks, fucking what? Kevin Conroy is this also in Crisis mm-hmm. playing yeah. old Bruce Wayne, yep. which is so rad. It's pretty rad. He's going to be like I like I said earlier, I'm going to C2E2. I think he's going I think he's going to be there. Well, nice. Oh, man. Fucking awesome nice. to see. Fuck yeah. I hope my kid doesn't like doing a meet and greeters like a panel he's or not like 5 minutes in and Done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, all right, dude. Like, let's go do something else. Right. And yeah. This guy wasn't Spider Man. All I want to do is go meet Colin Bunn. That's all I yeah. really. Like, I love. Like, you guys seen my kid? He wears yeah. a fucking iron spider suit all the fucking right. time. Kid's obsessed with Spider Man. Yeah. He saw a picture. I was scoping through Facebook or whatever, and he was like, "Dad." What is that? What is that? And I'm like, oh, it's a Comic Con in Chicago. He's like, there are all the Spider Mans going to be there, and I'm like, <laughs> yes. Do you want to go? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes, that's cool. So that's- like, I'm stoked for that, and like, that's cool. But I really just want to meet Colin Bunn. I mean, yeah. If I meet yeah. Kevin Conroy, that'd be cool. It's but. a fucking dangerous game doing shit that you want to do with with kids at that age, though. See, but he's he's into that stuff. That's good. I right I, now he is. So I'm cool with it. I'm just saying I I will probably never forgive my children um, for, yeah, oh, I'm going there. Okay, you right. better, you better I'm, hurry I'm, up and say why. Yeah, I'm, better, going, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going there on air. Yeah. Did your uh, wife listen to this? Last yeah. year. No. Hell no. Edit here. Send to yeah. wife. Um, send to family. <laughs> no. She knows this. I will never forgive my children. This was uh, last year, last summer, we went to Washington, D.C. My little sister lives there. Yeah. Um, so we went to go visit. And the National Portrait Gallery, um, like, I'm an art teacher. Yeah. I'm a fucking huge, and I'm very weirdly obsessed with the United States presidents. Um, it is another strange, very nerd thing of me. Um, and the National Portrait Gallery, with the portraits of every president, as was hanging in the White House, was like, that's a bucket list place for me. That's that was cool. That was the fucking... I, I've wanted to go to D.C. my entire life. Dude, D.C. is my bucket to, list. Like, to I go there. To go there. And when I was a kid, 
my sisters fucking hate museums. My mom hates museums. We never did vacation in D.C. I've asked for it every year, and they're like, no, let's go to the beach at Florida again. I don't... F- I, the sand. I'm going to be Anakin right now. It gets everywhere. I fucking hate it. But either way, so I was like, I finally get to go to D.C. I'm so stoked on it. We go to the National Portrait Gallery. So stoked on it. Don't even get past the Founding Fathers Gallery, and my kids are fucking pulling at my shirt and shit, trying to leave, and I'm just like, I am so... It is years of pent-up frustration of, like, I'm finally fucking here. I just want to goddamn enjoy it. And I had to leave early. How old are your kids? At the time, they were two and a half. Dude, that's bad. That's bad news. Yeah, that was a you year ago. Do, don't do that. Man. I know. It's not their fault, but it's just, it was the perfect storm that had me real salt. And, you know, one of these days... If, if there is such a thing as justice in the world, I will get to go back to D.C. I was, I was so close. I, had a, I was trying to do this continuing education program at the National Portrait Gallery last summer, and I didn't get picked. I'm salty Aww. about that. I just want to go that. I just want to go by myself. Right? I don't want anyone to come with me. Wow. I want to spend five fucking hours just walking the National Portrait Gallery. See, but that's how I am with Disney. Like, I've never been to Disney. Ever. Oh, man. Ever. Not never. A, va- a vacation for my family is like, oh, let's go to Six Flags. Yeah. Or, like, the Ozarks. And it was rare it was even Ozarks. Branson. Right? Doot and doot That's funny. My parents had their honeymoon in Branson. Yeah. And so did mine. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Little Rock, they, they stopped in at Branson, and then they went to uh, Tandy Como. Nice. Right off of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, my parents were in Branson. I was like, why the fuck would you go to <laughs> Branson for your honeymoon? That's funny. But I thought my parents were at classic like seventies. So I was like Hawaii. <laughs> what, you, what year? My parents got married in nineteen seventy-seven, seventy-six. Oh, okay. Oh shit! I don't even know in my. Let me th- I'm yeah. eighty-six. They were twenty. Fuck! I don't even know. Oh shit! Math. See, that's why I got lucky. Shit, math, man. Like I'm bad at math anyway. I got so lucky for memory-wise, like knowing dates. So my dad is exactly thirty years older than me. So I never forget, the, like his age. My mom was born in 1960, so her Dude, age just goes too. with the years. So I can remember that. And then they got married in 1980, so their wedding anniversary just goes with the years. And then Libby was born in 1990, oh, so it's like I'll never fucking forget when she was born either. Wow. Like, yeah, all I got to do is it's quick just, math. It's yeah. based quick off math. of zero. It's good. It's, it's nice. fucking. It's That's so lucky. convenient. Yeah, that sounds planned, but okay. Yeah. yeah, I very strategically, any woman that I dated before I met Libya, well, you were born 88? Out. Get the fuck That's, out of here. Yeah, no. I ain't got time yeah. for that kind of math. 87? <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm not doing yeah. odd numbers. No, no. No, no see, 87 oh. would have been fine because that's my year. So uh, you're like, all right, you're the uh, same age as me. That works. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to do algebra to figure out. <laughs> right. You know. right. Or I just shouldn't be a fucking idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that would be the real solution. I should have been better at math in school. Right. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> But no, like that's how I am with Disney though. Like I'm, I'm gonna wait until my kids are older because like my mm-hmm. kids, I have a, I have a three and a half, almost four year old, and a nine month old. Yeah. So it's like, I can take Sammy, to these cons uh-huh. where I talk to you guys and everything, but. About the time, like, we're about to go upstairs, like, at Toy Man, he's like, Dad, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. yeah. But, no, that's cool. I don't mind it. He enjoys it, though. So, yeah. But, like, with Disney, I'm waiting until they're, like, 9, 10, somewhere yeah. around there, so I can enjoy it. That's right. I'm, I'm kind of scared we're going to Disney this summer, because my, my in-laws 
or my, my brother-in-law yeah. and his wife live in San Diego. So we're going out there to visit. And my wife's parents are coming, too. So at least we'll have, like, plenty of reinforcements for the kids. Right. But, like, while we're there, we're going to go to Disneyland. I've never been to Disneyland. And I am so fucking pumped. And I just keep thinking, like, I, I got to spend, like, a day at Galaxy's right. Edge. Yep. And, like, but I'm also going to have to be a dad. And I'm, there's, there's a very... Story land. There's a serious piece of confliction in me right. of, like, how is this going to go? Like, I am already bracing myself for, like, no, John, this trip isn't for you. Like, you're going to let your kids experience the magic of Disney. You're Fuck not going to be shit. a selfish prick of a dad. I need but really, in my Disney. head, I want to be a selfish prick of a dad and be like, yeah. all right, guys, go fuck off. Yeah, I'm going to go by myself. Right. you got to be a daycare somewhere, this. right? Uh, just right. have Mickey It's Disney. The whole thing's a fucking daycare. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just have Mickey. Force them to like Star Wars. They do like Star Wars, See? but they love princesses more. There's got to be a Princess Leia. See, but there's a compromise. There, like, okay, we'll go, we'll go see Belle if Dad can go build the lightsaber. Right. That's what you I'm, know. Like, there's there's going to be like that. There's going to be a give and take, but it's ultimately all three of us oh, are no, going to leave. The one place you don't want to bring your kids is the gift shop in Galaxy's Edge. Oh my no. god, dude. That's the one place you want to keep them out of because they'll pick the most random thing. No, that'll be that's the one place my wife wants to keep me out No of. shit, right? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't worry about what the kids yeah. want. The, kid, uh, the kids know what yeah. no means. Just tell me what I work for my paycheck and god damn it, if I want to buy a $200 lightsaber, I'm going to buy a $200 fucking fucking dollar yeah. lightsaber. I just want a Jedi robe. Right. Like, I'm... I'm I'm, it's gonna like, I'm about to just be like, hand you two hundred dollars when you go to Disney and be like, get me a Jedi robe, right? So yeah. I want outfit me. Yeah, I, it'll be I'm the most. I, it'll be the most expensive garment in my closet. <laughs> like fucking rags. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh my god. This, we, is, uh, this is my regalia. Right. Right. <laughs> so we thought we we been bullshit about whatever, but that's what we do here. I uh, thought we'd do a little. It's Christmas time. It is. We talked a little Christmas movies last week. Mm-hmm. A week last week? Yeah, we yep. did last week. Which you said jingle all the way, right? We did Fuck throw yeah. in jingle yeah, all the way. That's my favorite yeah. Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, of I'm all so time. Wow. Oh, wow. But that's the thing. That comes from like our era yes, it is. of not only being our age, but also like we very vividly remember the like the Christmas item that was the chase fucking item. Right. That every parent yeah. had to buy. That shit doesn't exist anymore. No. no. To the same ver like it doesn't translate as well. No, not at all. Like, it's like no one can relate to fucking Sinbad being willing to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in a severe mismatch because he's gotta get his kid a turbo. Yeah. It's like now that you say it out loud, maybe two of the most relatable people ever. <laughs> Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> They just speak to me on so many levels. Right, naturally. Yeah. yeah. I love Sinbad when I was younger. I mean, I hasn't put anything out for the long time. I mean, House Party 2. <laughs> House Party 3. Sinbad was good shit. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, I thought we'd do a little uh, Christmas music. Fuck yeah. Um, Colin, it was kind of, uh, you, you kind of started the, the I subject, did, Roland. I did, I did. Did well, you have was, something in mind? Well, it's because I was listening to, I don't know, you might remember this just mm-hmm. like growing up with, you know, we're the same age. But there's an album called A Very Special Christmas. Okay. I threw that shit on when we were doing Christmas stuff yesterday. Uh-huh. And it took me back. Like, oh, man. I, like, I love, I hate Christmas music. Don't get me wrong. What? I, no, stop. I fucking stop. love Christmas. I've, Colin? hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. I've started to come back to that, though. Okay. Because now I have kids, and, like, they're, I mean, they're not into it. They're fucking they're little. kids. They're into everything. They're kids. But, like, 
there are special times like decorating the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. like decorating your house, where you listen to Christmas music. For sure. That's when I'll get into it. Like that's awesome. Like the other day, I was driving around listening to 102.5 in my car because it's all Always. Christmas shit. That's the only reason. I, that's the only station acceptable in December, as far as I'm but concerned. But we were we were decorating the Christmas tree like last week, and I was like, "Babe, have you ever heard the Run DMC?" Yeah, Christmas and Hollis. Christmas and Hollis. Oh sure. God! And she's like, "No, they have a." She didn't know about my home cooking chicken and collard greens. Fuck no, she didn't. God damn! So I was like, "Alexa, play Run DMC, Christmas <laughs> right. and Hollis." Little did I know, it popped right on, and she uh, digged it. It was awesome. How could you not? It's Dude, such I a fucking jam. It. It's it's a, it's a classic though. Right, it's a good song. It's, I love that song. It's great. It's 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 perfect and everything. But that's like I think the beauty of Christmas music is like you have the classics, right? You have what's going to show up on one hundred two five. Right. So you've got all the classics, and I love them all. But you've Ooh. also got like this great cross section of bands writing new Christmas songs and. Fucking, you've got weird, like, shitty, angry, antagonistic Christmas songs. You got, it, it's it's a wonderful it time. Like, oh, this is so good. It makes me think of uh, Die Hard. Yeah, I was say, the intro uh, of Die Hard. It yeah. opens up with it. That's I, true. But, like, uh... What was it? NFG is that X Miss that yeah, we opened yeah, with? The intro, uh, yeah. Blink just has their open with their second Christmas song. Yeah. Right. The first is one killer. is funny. Because yeah. I have a T I have the C D. My wife got it at a at a thrift shop. Uh-huh. The TRL Christmas. Oh yeah. With that song on it. Fuck and yeah. I was like, yes. Or uh you the do you ever listen to the matches? No. Oh my god. So the matches were like one of my favorite bands of all time. Super weird, um, like Punk rock, but also like progressive rock, like just a, right. an odd cross section of genres that he can't quite explain. There was a song called "December Is for Cynics" that is such a fucking sick. That is a that is a must listen throughout Christmas season nice. for me. Um, how, that, do you, how do you feel about the we, the whole fucking Weezer Christmas album? I I enjoy it. Wait, what? You didn't know Weezer has a Weezer Christmas, has a Christmas album? album? Yes. No. Look that shit up now. Get, get the, I, I, yeah, I have, I have zero knowledge of this. Now. Oh my nope. god! I found yeah. it last year. I didn't know about it when either it until out? last year. Last year, last 2008. Year. Yeah, 2008. 2008. Yes. Get oh the fuck god. out of here! Yeah, I got see, this. but I found it last I had, year. I had, I, had, I had no knowledge this existed. Uh, you guys are real uh, Weezer fans. That's true. probably don't enjoy Pinkerton either, do you? No, I love oh, Pinkerton. Oh, get the dude. You know, you just I don't have words. You probably like the Green Album the most. Oh my I god! Mean, I we're we're gonna go back to that Matt I, Damon I sketch. Love that Matt Damon and <laughs> Leslie Jones sketch. Yeah, <laughs> the, the all-time I, yeah. greatest SNL sketches. Yeah, yeah. that was great. I mean, it's we good wish you a Merry See? Christmas. Listen to that shit. I believe. I, here's my. I like Weezer, yeah. but I don't love Weezer. Yeah. Weezer is like Weezer is the perfect like band that's just kind of there. Like they have, I feel like everything they put out is solid. Sure, it's all enjoyable, but very little of it is like stand out. I love this, you know. And that's that's the thing for me with music. Like I would rather, if I'm thinking about baseball, like Weezer is a career 280 hitter, right? <laughs> They're gonna be in the league for 25 years. They're gonna be a borderline Hall of Famer. They're they're a great player. 
but they're never going to get the big contract. Whereas you, you know, you got the you got the fifty home run guy that's going to strike out two hundred times and hit two thirty. That motherfucker's memorable. Like I, I, I would, yeah, I would take the misses with the hits. That said, NFG's so, my favorite band. So of you're all saying time. Weezer is David Freeze? Uh, no, you got to have a big hit. You're telling David, me Buddy saying, Holly isn't a big hit in the World Series? It is. Okay. But I'm saying, like... Don't fuck up my comparison. If, if we're looking at Weezer's whole... I'm saying Weezer's better than David Freeze. Okay. Weezer's oh. got a longer trajectory. Okay. Weezer, Weezer is... Freeze is still in the game, is my yeah. point. No, no, he's not. He retired. Yeah, he retired. retired. He retired last year. That's right. Uh, uh, no, I would say Weezer's Craig Biggio. Okay. All right? Uh, it's a Hall of Famer. Craig Biggio. Right? He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a good Killer fucking B. hitter. Yeah. He's a good fucking hitter. Yeah. He's he is rock solid, but he's not a power. But hitter. he's not he's not a perennial all star. Uh, you know I'm gonna argue he, that he's he's a good and Weezer is a fucking good band. Weezer's a yeah. very good band, yeah. but Weezer's best it, it, it is still just good. I mean, like El Scorcho rules, oh, Buddy Holly rules. They're, they're really good tracks, but even like their best tracks don't you don't gonna, speak to you, me. You're gonna tell you, me that entire Blue album is not great. I can listen. It's to that. fantastic. It's first wonderful. track to last track. I like, agree. Every day of my life, right. if I wanted to, it's rock solid, right. beginning to end. But none of those songs like make me feel something. <sighs> none of those songs make me think. Make make make. None of those songs take me to My places. name is Jonas. My like name that? is Jonas Rules. The world has turned rules. It's a great right. record. I'm not... Only in dreams? Like, I'm, come on, man. Like, I am not arguing against Weezer. I'm just saying they're... The best part about this Weezer Christmas album, it's classic Weezer. It's six songs, 14 minutes. That's right. Wrap that shit up. I Repeat chorus, it. fuck that noise. I respect it. Yeah. Um, my fi- so, do you know Butch Walker? I do, yes, of course. Okay, so Butch Walker, who's like mega mega producer, but mm-hmm. also artist in his own right, two years ago, um, he did a real limited edition vinyl that was like a live recording with him and some of his buddies getting drunk, fucking around in the studio, <laughs> okay. playing Christmas songs. It's called Butch Walker and Friends, uh, Under the Influence and Over the Holidays, and it's them playing old classic Christmas songs, and it is fucking Wonderful! I spin that record relentlessly nice. this time of year. My kids love it. <laughs> it's it is as good of a it is as good of an interpretation of Christmas classics as I could imagine. Nice. Like it is not, they don't like fuck with the lyrics or anything, but it's like it's the right amount of jazzy and rocky. Like it fe- it's got that kind of Elvisy feel yeah. Yeah. of just a little bit rock and roll, yeah. but still very traditional. It's so fucking awesome. When I when you think Christmas classics, what comes to your head? Is it the White Christmas? Is it Little Drummer Boy? Or, I mean, is it, or do you go right to something different? I mean, yeah, I do go to like Little Drummer Boy and stuff like that. But like, I'm a punk kid. Like, no, I'm yeah. the same way. Dude, I'm not saying I you have love, to like it. I just what what comes to your head? Like Last Christmas, like sure. the Wham oh, version. Oh yeah, that one yeah. is like classic. But the Jimmy World version. Fuck yeah! That's what I was, I was just talking to my say. wife about that. Or Bright Eyes Blue Christmas. Dude, fucking uh, shit! <laughs> don't get don't get me started on Bright Eyes, dude. Like <laughs> right. that was my shit. Oh, it still is. How, like, right. how could it not be? It, like, have you ever seen Countdown Live? No. Oh my god! I finally. 
I was like, so fucking upset. Like, dude, finally, like a year and a half ago, when he came solo to the pageant, was the first time I got to see. He was like, I see tons of live music. I see every band I love. He somehow always snuck under the radar until like a year ago. I was and was fucking incredible. Was I was gonna go. Yeah, yeah I was, was gonna awesome. go um, when he came to uh, the Blue Note in Columbia. Uh-huh. I wanted to go so bad, and like I just. The way my mind works is fucking awful. I think about <laughs> things all the time. Like, like example. This is just a r- random example. Like, I love The Impractical Jokers. Uh-huh. It is one of my favorite fucking shows. I know it's fucking, like, people look down upon it, whatever. Fuck you guys. My old lady loves but it. But yeah. I love yeah. the fucking Impractical Jokers. I want to go see them. They're coming to St. Louis in July. Uh-huh. I want to go. My wife looked into tickets, like, Fucking third row, center stage, fucking tickets right off the stage. Uh-huh. They're like a hundred and something dollars, and I'm like, just buy them. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm not gonna buy them. And I'm, I'm like, okay, that's fine. So yesterday I checked yesterday to see what the prices were, 79 bucks. And I'm like, deal. Like, I'll do it. And I'm like sitting there about to just like ticket master, okay, let's do this. Right. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't fucking justify buying this fucking ticket. <laughs> like, I can't. It's like, that is me in a fucking nutshell when I try to make a goddamn decision. You like, know, uh, I don't have any on hand, unfortunately, but they came out with Funko for Impractical Jokers. You're fucking kidding I me? Not. I listen to Tell Him Steve Dave all the time, and yeah. like, what, it was a way back in the day episode, and they were talking about Funko Pops and how fucking like, stupid they were. <laughs> and. I think Q was just like, I'm never going to be a fucking Funko Pop. Like, I think Walt oh, was just... Oh, he sure is. Yeah, and yep. Walt was just like, you wouldn't want to You wouldn't want to make all that money. Right. Being Walt's a been a Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah, Walt, I have a Walt. Right. I think right. I have a Walt. I fucking don't even remember. Yep. But. Yeah, it's funny. I was just uh, I was telling the story before we went on with the fucking Jim fucking Chase. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got it. Why would you not want to be a Pop, man? Right. I mean, that's... You're immortalized yeah, forever. That'd be fantastic. It's better than bobblehead to me. But yeah, but I, I couldn't justify. We uh, before we went on earlier, we were bullshitting Pearl Jam, one of our favorite bands. Oh of all yeah, times. my number one. Um, this is one of my favorite Christmas songs too. Let me sleep at Christmas time. Yeah. You know this Pearl Jam too? Uh, I mean, it came this out one to my list. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with me? Uh, it came out as one of their Christmas. Uh, Singles back in the day, but then the uh, ten club, right? Yeah. yeah, but now you can find it like on one of their B-side uh, tracks, whatever. But yeah, yeah. it's on the Lost Dogs or yeah, whatever. Lost yeah. Dogs. These, I've I've never been a big Pearl Jam guy. Is it just Eddie, the voice? You know, you know what it is is uh, I think even more than being a thing with Pearl Jam, I think it's honestly more of an intimidation factor. It was so when I was you know, like growing up. In the nineties, right. I wasn't in that into that like grunge scene. And then by the time I was like coming back at it retroactively, it was such this big you know, people worship right. Pearl Jam. So it then became like this weird intimidating thing of like, I don't know how I get into this band That's fair. because there's so much baggage. It's the same yeah. reason like with right. Rolling Stones. Right. Yeah. Like I like a lot of Rolling Stones songs, but, but I wouldn't I yeah. don't have any deep dive yeah. on the Stones because yeah. it's just it's too intimidating. It's right. like it's one of those things that it feels like this wonderful rocket train to the moon that I just missed. And right. I just like accept that I missed right. it. So I don't think it is even anything about them specifically. I think it's about their cultural relevancy mm-hmm. that has just made me kind of miss out on it. See, but I grew up with that. Like my dad right. was and it a makes huge me perfect sense. My dad loves rock music. Yeah. Like 
And he was like, hey, listen to this band Pearl Jam. Listen to this band Nirvana. Like, right. all mm-hmm. that shit. And I just, for some reason, I... Whenever I hear Pearl Jam, it like makes me like like good times with my dad and shit. Right, you know, cool. yeah, absolutely. And I think him and, and that I, him and I have went to yeah, like that's what music's for, right? For sure. And him and I went to like almost every single Pearl Jam show oh, in St. Awesome. Louis. Yeah. Like, like I love that that band. Like, yeah. I can I can listen to them all the time. Right. Not even be like, oh, I'm tired of it. Like, I just yeah, remember I when my wife and I were dating, I would listen to Pearl Jam. She's like, I just couldn't get into it. I'm yeah. like. I get it, you know, I just really like it. Right, but. that's right. It was like, for me, when I was getting into music, it was like the people that were, neither of my parents are big music people. Yeah. Um. So, like, the people that were my big musical influences were my older cousins, and they were all punk rock kids. Right. So it was like, for me in the 90s, when I was getting my first taste of music, it was rancid it was green day it was no effects so like that's that's home base to me right so then all that the whole grunge era is just kind of like it kind of came and went and missed and i wasn't right. old enough to be to really form my own opinion you know like i'm 87 so we're right. talking when grunge when grunge is huge i'm mm-hmm. six seven eight years right. old so for me to get into it it needs to be passed on to me from someone mm-hmm. And the people that were the tastemakers for me weren't big grunge folk. Did you hear the new Green Day Christmas tune? I didn't. No. Let's take a listen. Seasons, greeting cards and Christmas. Lights light up the city at the end of the year. It sounds like it's on a record to me. I like it. Yeah. And I love. Me too. I, I think Warning is well, like one of the like most overlooked great fucking records of the nineties. I love Warning. Yeah, I think like yeah, every Green Day be, back there, yeah. because because Dookie was so fucking massive, and Warning was just enough of a uh, departure from that. Yep. It like it, it falls flat well, in I like the history of that. their discography, but like fucking Warning's a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macy's Day Parade's a yeah, great song. A like that's a good song. fucking record, yeah. man. Like that and Nimrod. Nimrod's like, I, yeah. yeah. I was so pleased with Nimrod. Like I just I mean, I'm not even that big of a Green Day fan. But that's like, where I'm at. Like Green Day was like very much a time and a place for mm-hmm. me. Like No, I agree. You know, there's everything that they've done. Like even, like starting with American Idiot and on. Mm-hmm. And like the kind of Green Day revitalization of the two thousands. Right. Is just kind of in one ear and out the other to me. Like I no, yeah, that's, that's fine. How I, am I like it. Like yeah. I have no beef with it, but right, it doesn't sure. speak to me. Like yeah. the Hell of Egg like, tour. Like right. I'm stoked like, about that. I want right. to go for sure. <clears throat> I'm like I'm not that into Green Day. But I've I've loved Green Day since. Yeah, well, like this. I saw I Green love Day. '90s Green right. Day, and I think New Green Day is just as good. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't. It, it doesn't communicate to me the same way because of right. time and place. Right, right. before Dookie came out. I saw Green Day at Mississippi Nights. Oh, fuck you. Not really knowing who they fuck were. Fuck you. $10 show. God damn it. And I went out I the next day incredible. and I bought, it was actually, it was a double album because it was like Kerplunk and, uh, Dookie? No, Kerplunk and, it's like a thousand, thousand blah, 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 slappy yeah, hours. Slappy hours, hours the, you know, yeah. it was like a s- combined album kind yeah. of thing. Um, two EPs that they put right. together. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. And then Dookie came out and then, 
blows up. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I got everything back in the music room. Did you see? But Insomniac is an amazing album. Yes. yes. That's a great record. Start to finish, it's great. Like, Did you Brat see? is one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, the movie, I think it's called An Ordinary Life. Sounds familiar. So there was a movie, this is probably, it's probably only two or three years old, starring Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh, yes. With yeah. Fred Armisen. Yeah. And like, it was a real movie, and the whole deal is, is like, so Billy Joe Armstrong is this guy who like was a relatively big musician in the '90s, um, but now is turning 40, and he like lives this suburban life, and he thinks, and he like works at a fucking hardware store, and he thinks his wife's forgetting his birthday, like, it, and it's him and, and Fred Armstrong. It's, comes from? It's, in an ordinary world. An ordinary world, not an ordinary. Yeah, this was on Rock Bush Radio, the last album. Yeah, which is I still dig. Yeah, it's a really. Uh, it was a really delightful movie, man. It was nice. really fun. like yeah, he's trying to do the acting thing. Yeah, and he did really well. Yeah. Like it was when Livy and I watched it. I remember renting it because it was like, oh, I want to see what Billy Joe Armstrong does. And like I rented it more as a novelty, and I left it with like, oh, that was an enjoyable watch. Like right. it's it's very much like a midlife crisis movie. Yeah, you didn't get into, but it's just fucking good. Uno dos Trey. No, no. I, 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 I have it, yeah, and like too. the songs right. that I've heard from it, I like. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, I didn't even attempt. Nothing. Really? I, 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 I have American Idiot up on the wall. I love. I think that was a great album. I love that album. I think that's a concept, concept album. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but as a like Green Day punky album, it's totally different. I mean? Yeah, it's totally different. You know why yeah. I think Green Day still maintains that punk status is because. They could give two fucks about what anybody else thinks they do. I'll agree with you. Yeah. So they, they whatever they the come most, out with, they have the most punk. punk rock mentality. I agree. Yeah, and it's pretty wild that they do that. That they maintain that while um, being <laughs> fucking totally yeah, yeah. fucking mainstream. Yeah, yeah it makes me laugh. Which we is have pretty cool. Sorry to be distracted. Jabba in the background yeah. with the redone version of New Hope with Jabba and the Ed Solo there. When he steps on I'm the tail and it's just like the yeah. like it's like a record skip. You've seen such him a fucking go up. You've seen the unedited version where it's a dude, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, wearing like a fur coat. Yeah, job of the hut means like a completely different thing to me. Only because I'm I'm just a dick. My sister, I used to call her job of the hut all the time. Oh. <laughs> and but I mean, oh, earned my phone. She was job like, kind of editing, yeah. like a record that skip. That is awful. <laughs> like a record skip, man. Uh, Reminds me of Fight Club. A big fat dick. <laughs> edited it in there. Oh. I mean, how did, did they film this like Back to the Future? Because or did they just add his ass in? I so they they filmed this scene With when they originally filmed it, but With they didn't guy. know what. Yeah, it was like Jabba the Hutt was a person. Yeah, Jabba right. was just like a fat dude wearing a fur coat. Um, so the scene was filmed originally, but it was not in the original movie because they just right. didn't want that job of the hut. So then they released the special edition. They then took this scene and just CGI'd in. And why is Greedo there? Right? Isn't he dead? Or is uh, that a different Greedo? Well, you know, they would say it's a different Greedo now, how they but in, in the moment... And then they throw in ben, Boba Fett there at the yeah, end. Yeah, was Boba yeah. Fett right there. I mean, I get... I well, get Boba, Boba Fett was Han, fucking... Yeah. I mean, the next... Boba, Boba Fett was one of Han's fuck Or totally. one of uh, Jawa's like, bounty hunters. Right. But if, if they were smart, that would have rolled right into a commercial for Mandalorian. Ooh. After, Boba Fett, pause, stare at screen. But, but Mandalorian, that's the thing. But Turner has nothing to do with Disney, no. so no. he's going to fucking do that. you don't need commercials for you the Mandalorian. Like, Disney is it the same reason that you haven't seen a lot of commercials for Rise of Skywalker. 
True. Because they just not compared no. to back in the day. How they not did. true. Yeah. Like the whole banner of my TV at home is the la- the Rise of Skywalker. What? Like, dude, I have an Amazon TV, oh. so it's like. Like, I'm scrolling through, and the top border is always, like, some bullshit, like some Amazon movie or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh But no, it's Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and it plays you the trailer if you go on it. No shit. I feel like I've seen minimal advertising for it. Even um, online? Compared to what I would have in the past. I think it's because, one, you know everyone's going to fucking see it. Two, there we, we do live in an era of maybe a little bit of Star Wars fatigue from the general public. And three, because they want to maintain the wonderful mystery of it. And that's why I am so overjoyed with seeing it on Thursday, as I can't wait to like allow this to unravel in front of me when I've not even had enough breadcrumbs to produce right. yeah. an idea. See, I um, thought you were gonna say to spoil the fuck out of it, but <laughs> right. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I am, I am a staunch opponent of spoilers, yeah, as everyone yeah. is, I'm sure. No. But like, I think what I think is missing sorely in our, um, in our era, is the idea of letting a movie be a mystery that tells you a story. And I'm gonna turn that into a cliffhanger because we are taking a break now. <laughs> Hey guys, Brandon, Altered State Podcast here. I want to tell you about Good Buddies Tasty Soups and Sandwiches. Best sandwich in, S- uh, in St. Louis, guys. Uh, voted from the RFT, best place to take an out-of-towner. Located at Tucker and Pine. They are open Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Get yourself there. Get a great sandwich. You won't regret it. They use companion bread. It's all made from scratch. You're going to love it. Good Buddies Tasty Soups and Sandwiches. Yes. All right, we're back. Uh, Just like that. That you know, uh, the, the, felt nice. The the ever the ever Tardis break That's bigger right. bigger on That's our right. side. <laughs> Whatever we pimped out there, I hope you bought it. <laughs> Probably anchor. Probably yeah. Buy or it. Or good buddies. Whatever. Go buy a sandwich. It's good stuff. Yeah. I almost got good buddies the other day. Oh, oh buddy. Almost. You got. Well, get I on work it. right down there. I work right off of uh, Market. What? Oh, shit. Yeah. Have you ever been in there? No. Oh. Oh, sir. Starting next year, we're going to have some product in there. Yeah. So there. So you got to go in there. Now it's a crossover. Yeah. Have to. That's right. Good buddies are our good buddies. Damn straight. Yeah. We need... Almost. Yeah. Damn straight. You want to go uh, check them out? We were still... Before we... Uh, before I had to stop for a bathroom break, because I'm old, we were bullshitting about some tunes. What's, what's your go-to? Kids, I'm going to put some Christmas music on. It's Butch Walker. Just flat out? Over the holidays and under the influence is, done. is my go-to. But I mean, but I you also... you listen to the radio a little bit. Oh, I keep 102.5 on what do you, what do you, for sure. What are you toe-tapping to? Um, what's the one song? Uh, Dickory Duck. Whoop dee, you know the fucking... I don't know the, that. Um, God, I'm not doing... You know it. It's the, on all the fucking time. Sinatra? Um, maybe. Or Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Uh... Leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick. I, I honestly I don't know that. So yeah, whoop dee no. whoop and dickery da. That sounds vaguely familiar. No, not at all. Oh man. I think He'll I'll... be coming down the chimney now. He'll be coming yeah. down the chimney. I know that song, yeah. yeah. Uh 
What is that song? I don't know, oh, yeah, but okay. it's a hard jam. Okay. And it's on all the time. <laughs> I'm sure it's on my list here somewhere. It'll pop up eventually. Um, I, you know, I dig that. Um, is it like now? That's what I call Christmas. It's like you remember, like the, one of the original ones, like with Springsteen and Tom Petty. I grew up loving all that. I, You're giving me a look. I am, Brent. When you say no, now, that's what I call. It wasn't anything. now. It um, was uh, a very special Christmas. I just you're, I talked about that. Yes. Yeah. yeah you're, it's you're got petty on it. It's got like with you know. Yeah. This. I yeah. literally just listened to this yeah. yesterday. Santa came down the chimney. Half past three. That's great shit. I just came here tonight to say. <laughs> It's <laughs> a pretty good Springsteen I don't mind yeah, you, you did you're, you're somewhere between uh, Springsteen and uh, Bob Dylan Somewhere in there, yeah <laughs> Which is also my Tom Petty <laughs> uh, John Mellencamp yep. I saw Mom the Kitchen John Santa Cougar No, this was just oh, John Mellencamp This was pre-Cougar? This was pre-Cougar This was yeah. after the Cougar, yeah. Oh. yeah This was respectable This was respectable yeah. John Mellencamp? Yeah, this was Pink House's John Mellencamp Oh, my bad. I dug this song, man. I love this shit. I respect it. I mean, I, I don't, when did this come out, you think? I, I had to look. It was but. the 80s. Oh, that was thing. 80s for well, sure. It was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It's Christmas. Please come home. Please come home. Bono singing you some Christmas? I don't fuck with you two, man. No. Hey. Yeah. You know why I, I don't, don't fuck, fuck with you two? You know why bit. I don't fuck with you two? Because they put a fucking album on my goddamn yeah. iTunes, yeah. and that fucked me up. And my wife would have the first song off that album be her fucking alarm when oh. she got up for work in the morning. I wanted Brutal. to throw that shit in the fucking hallway yeah. I every never, day. I never loved you two. I never hated you two. I just never... Got why they were so big. Right. Why do you matter so? Much? I never knew someone who was fucking you two. Just all out you. I never knew a I huge U two fan. I know. I've known a few. To this no. day, they're still like a dead fan because their tours were fucking epic. Right. I mean, who is paying all this money to sit up at the top of Bush Stadium to see Zuropa? Who gives it? Or whatever shit. the fuck it was called back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's See, but just, they wrote a which, Spider-Man musical, though. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but... Yeah, but one that... A much maligned Spider-Man musical. I mean, I didn't see it, but I heard it was awesome. <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't it done in like yeah, two weeks? Yeah, someone died. Yeah. 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 The guy died. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man, I think it was. Yeah. It was, I think it was <laughs> the, the, fucking, the, the, the lead of the fucking... Of the fucking play dies. <laughs> well, it was like everything was like he was on wires the whole time, yeah, flying around sure. doing shit. So they went through like four or five who like broke legs and shit. The yeah. one guy like died. Yeah, fuck oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That would cancel my play. Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm a big Dropkick Murphys guy. Do you guys know oh, their Christmas yeah. tune? Yeah, I yeah. love this song. I love this. I mean, it came out a couple years back, but I like Dropkick Murphys. It's a great Christmas tune. Um, but it goes back to it's one of those Christmas songs that's. Depressing. I mean, it's not really a happy Christmas tune, like Santa Claus is coming to town kind of shit. You know, yeah. it's you know, my sisters are fucked up and their husbands but are dumbasses, and you know, but what I, mean? I like that because I no, think it's real. That's I know, so much yeah. more. Like, I have a really hard time with Christmas season um, because, like, I fucking love Christmas. Sure, I just do. I love Christmas music. I love going to the mall at Christmas time. I love buying shit for people. I love. Like 
telling people how much they mean to me and shit. Like, I'm, I really am into that. But I also have this real hard time with this time of year um, because everything is about, like, be happy and be filled with joy and be filled with gratitude right. while you are overwhelmed and pulled in ten different directions and probably putting yourself in debt and, like, feeling uncomfortable and broke and doing things that you wouldn't normally do to make other people happy that you wouldn't normally pick for yourself. And it's like, it's a real, I have a real hard time with that dichotomy of like, say Libby and my Christmas between the two of our families, um, is six days long. We have shit every day for six straight days. Um, and it's people that we love but it's like if I were to say which I want to say if I were to say like hey I don't want to go to your thing tonight like I want to stay home we and Libby had this conversation yesterday because she talked about the thing that we're doing on Friday which is what kicks it off and I did not know that thing was happening and she was like oh we got this thing can you come with me and in my head I was like I don't fucking want to but I'm a prick if I don't because sure. I don't have a real excuse. Yeah. But it's just my excuse is six straight days, yeah. and I just want to fucking be at home. Like I want my holiday to be a holiday. Yeah. I work my ass off all year. Like I just want to be able to relax. So the like Christmas season always creates a real weird. It creates that thing for me of like, am I a grouch? Am I a Grinch? Like, am I just a shitty dude that wants to be shut in? No, definitely not. But it feels that fucking way because I don't want to do everybody else's thing. Right. Like I just, I just want to fucking be right. You just want to do one thing. Uh, Right. With your family. I want to do a couple of things. Right. Like I don't want, I, and like there's, there's absolutely zero way for me to like tactfully say, no, thank you. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And and that sucks. And so, like, when I hear a Christmas song like that, it's like, yep, that's, that's fucking reality. Absolutely. Like, that is what this is. Yeah. Regardless of how much no, well, that's, people adore them and want to be around them, being away from home all day for six straight days, is just, it's fucking hard. I, it's taxing. Yeah. One of my favorite songs is, like, I like the Pogues. I like shit, you know, yeah. shit like that. The Irish music and stuff, you know, uh, Fairy Tale in New York and stuff like that. I love those downer of a tune of yeah. a song. Just throw in some Christmas bells and makes a Christmas song. Yeah, that's really all it is. I mean, like right. the uh, the blink song and stuff. Right. You know, why can't yeah. we get divorced for Christmas? It just has right. a little little ringy in the front, and that's really all it makes it a Christmas song. I mean, which yeah. is great. Or even like fucking Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. Right. If it didn't have some bells if it, didn't have, if it didn't have Slay the Bells as right. the, yeah. it really, the melody. You know, it's just another tune. So this was, when I, when you say, when I say, when I say, when you say, when I say, who say, Guilty Pleasure Christmas Song. Christmas Shoes. Which is? You don't know Christmas Shoes? Can't say that. Oh my either. God, it's the saddest song in the history of songs. Oh, isn't so that the one where, It's like, the one where the kid's mom's, the mom's dying? Tar- yeah, and he's... And, he's, and, he, and he wants... Fucking, he wants the shoe salesman yes. to sell him shoes, 
but it's shoes that he can't afford. Ford. He wants to give the shoes to his mom who's about to die because he wants mama to look good when she meets Jesus tonight. Yep. yep. It is so fucking sad. But yeah. oh my god, it just it makes me feel oh. that's a guilty pleasure. I was thinking like yeah, grandma what? got run over by a ranger. Right. Like, no, that's just a pleasure. You went daughter Claus is coming hard. to town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, because all of those songs are just fucking fun. Everyone likes them. That's the guilty pleasure though. Wow. Oh my god, dude. This is the one. Oh, dude, Christmas shoes. Yeah. Oh, dude, it is. It is as heartbreaking of a song as you've ever heard in your entire life. I can't believe you don't know Christmas shoes. I don't. I'm not sure I want to now. I said I wanna buy these shoes. Do you want to for my mother, please, bro? That's Do you just want to kill yourself now? Like. It's Come just on. A, it's that, a good song. You know what? That, that, that it's a helps. really fucking good song. No wonder it's people kill very, themselves yeah. on no fucking kidding, right? very, very holidays yeah. and yeah. shit. It is very sad. Drive into a bridge embankment all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, good. It is. It is. Jump off. See, I bridge. love that song. My, I call it a guilty pleasure or not, I love Harry Connick Jr. Oh, because this time of year he's he is a God. talented man. Yeah, or Michael Bublé, like uh, right, like, dude. He's deep. That's my guy. I'm Michael Bublé can't be. He can't be touched. Nope. Do you see Michael Bublé uh, has a reading of up on the rooftop click click like whatever what's that fucking poem um but he has a a jazz like a fucking beatnik yes he has like a beatnik jazz reading of that oh no shit it's I heard it on 1025 when I was driving to work the other day I was like this is fucking dope (laughs) I uh I also one of my favorite um Musically and as far as watching on TV is Rudolph Red Reindeer. Oh, yes. like Silver and Gold. Almost yeah. every song on there. The is Rankin a and Bass song. Yeah. Yes. Rankin and Bass. You got yes. Cornelius. Oh yes. Um, I love everything on there, man. It Did is I, so good. All of them except Clarice are pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Clarice. Clarice is the only legitimate good person in that yeah. entire universe. Santa's a horrible person. Santa's an asshole. Yukon Cornelius is like yeah. this gregarious fuck who I was just <laughs> really trying to take right. advantage of people. Even the fucking, the, even the, the dentist stuff. elf that's supposed to be the victim, yeah. he leaves his buddies, he leaves the tenor section high and dry at elf practice, right. which which raises Santa's ire. Like, you can't leave your friends out to dry like that. See, but that abominable snowman, he was not he wasn't a dick. No. That's true. He no. was just being him. Yeah. Okay. You kind of just so, had a bad t- So, so you got the poacher. He's so, like that yeah. modern day dentist right. who shot that line. So I'm saying. So we've got, <laughs> we've got two characters that are all right. Clarice and the abominable snowman, who's the bumble, is really just an instinct machine, well, he which was is only, why I can't be mad. But at. he was only pissed off because he had a bad tooth. Oh, but I think even without a bad tooth, he still would have been trying to eat reindeer. He had uh, some bad pork. And then the fucking... The uh, who was it? Uh, what's the guy's the the lion with wings from the Island of Misfit Toys? What's oh, his right. name? Yeah. Um, he's a fucking it. prick. Yeah, all of those toys, are pricks. dude. The whole the whole goddamn those toys ensemble. have every right to be pricks. They've been shit on for a long time. The whole goddamn ensemble. They were put on Australia or whatever that or like is. or <laughs> convict <laughs> nations. Yeah, <laughs> or fucking. Uh, but that's the thing. The one that the the most boisterous one. Is the Jack in the Box named Charlie? Yeah. Your fucking your problem is that you have the wrong name. Your shit works. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what makes that? Fuck you. Uh, two, two things. Santa. I, I first watched that the other night. Not first. I watched it the other night for the first time this year, and I, I always knew Santa was a dick for the most Just part. So mean. He's not only a dick. 
He's a dick up until the very end. Like, he right. canceled Christmas. <laughs> He's a dick until he needs something. Exactly! He is Which a is horrible still a dick person. Move. Horrible person. It's like, man, all right, guess I'm canceling Christmas. No right. sweat off my back. And oh, as he's canceling hey. it, he's like, Rudolph, what the fuck? Right. The, Tone it the, the fuck lights. down, dude. Oh, wait, I can use you. Right. Get in the front, bitch. Get in the See, front. Does he still yeah. get paid if he's not doing his job for that one fucking day that he does anything? And how the fuck does he pay those I'm out? pretty sure he Santa? doesn't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Slave labor. Slave labor. Santa, Santa lives on the tears of children, I'm pretty sure. Right. So it all works out. Those Krampus Santa doesn't head. need yeah. to get paid because he has fucking elves that can build anything. Yeah. And why do you think he's got such a big stable of reindeer to only fly with eight? That's how he eats year-round, man. <laughs> my fucker lives on reindeer and peppermints. And yeah. snow. Did you right. ever see the family guy where uh, Santa was actually feasting on the elves? He was, no. he was just cloning them, and he ate. There's a big pile of dead bodies. It was um, kind of like from Dust Till fa- Dawn. Was it a family guy, or was it an American dad? I, I could, I'm pretty sure. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a Family Guy. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Because those American Dad episodes, man. I haven't watched American Guy Dad that much. Oh my god, the American Dad Christmas episodes are. Oh my god, they're fucking great. Dude, Christmas episodes in general, like I am. I was saying this yesterday. What I want more than anything is like if Hulu and or Netflix, but preferably Hulu because they have more TV shows, could create like a playlist function. So I could make a playlist from various shows of, like, all just holiday episodes. Like, I want to have the first three seasons of Chrismica episodes from the OC. I want to have the first three seasons of Community Christmas episodes. I want Luda Christmas from 30 Rock. (laughs) I want the fucking hour-long Christmas Office episode where I go to Benihana. And I just want to have that shit... Like to play in the background, right? And if if Hulu could just grant me that one Christmas wish, dear tastemakers at Hulu, I listen, I just thing. want a fucking playlist function, yep, so that I could make that right holiday episodes, Not right? Holiday movies, I but, got that. But I that's the thing. Episodes. But I don't want them to make it for me, right? I want to have the option to make a playlist, just like iTunes lets me do it, right? right. I want to make a playlist just of episodes, right? Though. And it can be not, not my wish shows. list. I want a separate. Christmas right, I want one that I could like right. play now, right. and let it go through because yeah. I spend so much of my Christmas Eve like just scanning through episodes because that's really what it is. Is once we put the kids to bed on Christmas Eve, I'm usually up all fucking night like building Christmas presents and shit. Right. So like, and I love having so like I'm just scanning through every right. fucking year, and I would rather all month long. Like, let me just have my eight-hour playlist of Chris, of my favorite Christmas episodes and just let that right. run and right. let me walk in and out of it. Right. Right. Like, that's the perfect that's what I, fucking thing. I, and I, I, and I think we are not far from that. I hope not. It's very easily done, I would assume. I would have I mean, to imagine. YouTube fucking does it. Right. Like, exactly. right. Exactly. And all I need is Hulu to develop that function. So I, I have, my mission for this year is to speak it into existence so that next year they launch it. We're good at that. I know. We have been so far. Why this, do you think I'm bringing it up this here? Podcast I threw it out on, happen. I threw yes. it out on Facebook yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, want it, I want someone, because the thing is, someone 
who's got a bigger audience than me or us is going to hear that, and they're going to make it into their own fucking comedy quip, right. and then it's going to gain attention, and then it's going to happen, and that's all I want. I'm still waiting on my Christmas card from Huey Lewis in the News. Right? <laughs> we they made that album happen. 100%. Um, I guarantee it. 100%. That from, was, the, from the fucking sewers yeah. of DBs, we, we <laughs> spoke that album into existence. And it was, it was a very minor, only a few seconds, but it was one of the most pleasurable experiences of my year since it's Christmas time, reflecting on the year. Uh-huh. We were in... The office at DB's, which is like a five by five it's a fucking cell. sewer. Right. <laughs> it's a fucking bullshitting about yeah, it's underground guilty pleasures city. and I start talking Huey Lewis and I told a Gibby, go upstairs, play Huey Lewis, and I guarantee you everybody there will start singing. Someone there will start singing or whatever. Well we go upstairs not realizing it was like two in the morning already or whatever it was. There was like and it was like a stormy was storm, that's right. there was Tuesday like night. Four people there, but you still put it on. Yeah. It was it was four people and they were all employees. Yeah. <laughs> so after that and fucking Tito came right. through for right. you with I need a new drug. And then like six or eight months later, a new Helo's album comes out. I'm telling you, we made it happen. We, we spiked his plays happen. on Spotify. That's right. That's right. And he thought the Midwest is clamoring. That's right. No, but you were talking about Christmas episode. I did that the other day with Disney Plus. I went through uh, I had to go to the internet because I wanted to make sure I got them all right, but I had to right. make sure I got all the Simpsons Christmas episodes. Oh, yeah. So I could just go through and bang them all out. That because was on yesterday was, on yeah. Freeform. Oh, was it really? Yeah, they, ran, oh, they did all, all of them. them. I would have just recorded it and put them on DVR. But if I don't see Mr. Plow this Christmas episode... Mr. Plow is probably one of my favorite Mr. Plow, yeah. that is my name. My name again is Mr. Plow. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking my my awesome. favorites without plow I really wish I had a Mr. Plow t-shirt. Really? Yes. Or well, the one. jacket. The jacket, the jacket would, would be pretty fucking sweet. awesome. Awesome. It was like an old, the old school shiny Cardinals jacket. Yep. Oh. Mr. Plow it was like brown, there. and yeah. it like just said Mister Plow, Plow on the back with like awesome. red yeah. lettering. I love that. That's a great oh, idea. Oh, so great! I that was going to mention idea. Simpsons episodes too because, uh, well. like, for me, it is it is without question Chris Mica from the OC, and I don't care who the fuck knows it. I've pre- preached on here before, and I will again. The OC is my favorite piece of television in the history of television. <laughs> I love it. I worship the ground the OC walked on. Uh, and Chris McCoe was wonderful. But also, if we're talking just straight sitcoms, community, man, the, the first three seasons, they killed Christmas episodes. Yeah. They were so fucking good. Um, like the first one uh, was the episode where they were going to get into, where they had like the fucking big brawl going into Christmas break that was really fucking funny. Um the second season, they had the most touching episode of a uh, short-form sitcom ever where, like, Abed is heartbroken because his mom is left, but you don't know, but the whole episode happens in Claymation, and you don't know why, and yeah. he, as a character, is seeing the world in Claymation. It's because yeah. of his fucking trauma, and it was just like the way they built... I mean, Dan Harmon's a goddamn genius. And then the third season, where they did, like they were replacing the Glee Club, was fucking hysterical like that that season three of community christmas special might be my favorite christmas episode of anything ever it's so fucking funny and so clever um it's brilliant i never got into it i mean i've watched pieces really? of it you never got into community yeah, not that I've, much no, no, no oh no, my really, god no. get, yeah. boys 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 you both have hulu I'm yeah. assuming i do not oh no i do i do i'm sorry it's not mine but i have it dude yeah true watch the first two and a half seasons. All right, I will. I totally will. It is the first season of Community 
is I have to think this through before I say it. I'm not prepared to go unequivocally number one, but it is without question top three sitcom seasons in the history of sitcoms. Whoa. Season one of Community is fucking brilliant. Wow. And then seasons two and three are also very goddamn good. Am I right? But like season one of Community is genius. What's uh? What and then there, the, in season two, the, the there's a Dungeons and Dragons episode that if you're if you're gonna start Community, start with that one. Go to season two, watch the Dungeons and Dragons episode, and then be like, "You're right. I have to go back and see where this came from because <laughs> that ep- that 22 minutes is so f- it's fucking peak Chevy Chase. Oh man, it's fucking. It is got. It is so fucking funny, oh, and especially for people in our circle, spend that twenty two minutes today and it's tell too, me right. that you're that you're not hooked. Speaking of Chevy Chase and Christmas, I have a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Oh, you have Griswold, but it's a Griswold. Fuck you, you're great. You fucking better. You're I, so I'm great. Wearing, that's my Christmas outfit, man. Uh, that's a great one. That's better that, than any other. That is the only one. acceptable Blackhawks jersey. Amazon ever. thirty bucks. What? 30 bucks. And I swear, I should have worn it today. Stitched, like, everything's stitched. Everything is, like, like a real fucking hockey jersey. Except the hockey jersey is, like, a cheap hockey jersey. Except kinda. fuck the Blackhawks. Yeah, well, fuck the Duh, come on. Man. Watching last night's game I felt was bad. the most like, fun I've had watching a hockey game since the Stanley Cup Finals. I had, like, I, I thought my wife was going to kill me. <laughs> So, like, yesterday, uh, my wife goes out to dinner with a friend of hers. So I'm home by myself. I get the girls to bed. Um, Libby comes home at, like, right after the second period was over. So the girls are already asleep. I'm sitting on the couch. And uh, so we're getting rocked. So, well, at this point, it's only one nothing Because oh, the Blackhawks yeah, yeah. scored their goals two and three at the beginning of the yeah. third. So Libby comes in. And I was like, hey, you know, how was your night? How was... Kristen, her friend that she doesn't see very often, I was like, you know, where'd you guys go? What's going on? And she starts telling me about it. And then uh, as she's talking to me, fucking Saad scores his second. Fuck. And she's like, kind of ignores it because she knows me. And then, you know, a fucking minute later, the my least favorite hockey player in the history of hockey players, Patrick Fuck Kane, <laughs> scores that goal. And I'm, I'm pissed. And sure. Fuck. And uh, so I'm like staring at the TV. I was like cleaning up the living room. So I'm standing up looking at the TV. And she's like clearly now pissed off that I'm not listening to her. Uh, and I was like, now I'm like trying to kind of mend the fence. Like, shit, man. I'm sorry. Right. Like, it got ahead of me. And then Bozak scores that first one. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bozak scores the second. And I'm all in. <laughs> and, and like, as it keeps going, and fucking Della Rose scores 12 seconds later to tie it. Oh my God! Crazy. And Libby's sitting there just like, how can you be happy right now? Knowing that I am unhappy with you, right? <laughs> but that was such a fun game to it watch. It was a great game to watch. Fuck the Blackhawks. Yeah. Fucking hey, right. I fucking hate them. I uh, really, I just, I, I hate the Blackhawks on so many levels, but I mean, of course, to the rivals. So like, there's that built in, but like, there's also the simple fact of John Tays should have been a blue. The blues draft, the blues have first, 
pick in the draft, and they take a fucking puck-moving defenseman, Eric Johnson, yeah. opposed to John Taves? See, but that's, Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. No, you, you, you take John Taves. <laughs> so we, we should have we won those cups fucking ten years ago because Taves should have been a blue. And then you got goddamn fuckboy Patrick Kane who, like, rape allegations Literally aside. Literally fuckboy, yes. Rape allegations oh. aside because he was cleared of that. Um, he's just a piece of shit. I just fucking hate his face. I'm so angry. Don't candy coat it. How do you feel? I hate him. Okay. I fucking hate him. Okay. I hate him. Allow me to transition. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, See, you can't bring up the Blackhawks even in the world of even in the world of Christmas vacation. I knew that second whiskey was a bad idea. Uh, (laughs) But I didn't have it. It brings the worst out of me, man. No, I'm just fucking Blackhawks. We're sitting here and it's snowing outside. Mm-hmm. And when I think snow day, that's why I thought of Simpsons. I think Bart Simpson praying for a snow day. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite Simpsons of all time. I was that, that the one. one with the where they get locked in the school? It was where oh, they get shit. snowed in in the school, and he's got to he's got to oh. send uh, Skinner's got to send that gerbil. No, this is the, the one. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the one where he has a big test and prays for snow, oh. and it just snows massively. So he's like, I, he prays so he can study the next day, but then all of a sudden he's like, he wants to go out and play. Yeah, right. Can't go out and play. You got to study because, you know. Well, also Lisa speaking, overheard him, so she, she corrects him, as Lisa does. Speaking of snow days, do you remember the movie Snow Day? Yes. Starring Chevy Chase. Yes. Um, about the kids that get the fucking snow day, and they have, and that movie is one of the greatest snowball fights in cinematic history. And it was like I, I watched it, and that movie came out when we were what, probably ten, like ten, yeah, yeah, probably in that ballpark, early nineties or mid nineties. Mm-hmm. And I remember loving it then, and then like forgetting it existed. And I saw it at Christmas time, yeah, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, and it's so fucking bad. It's bad, but but it is also just so delightful because it's still Chevy Chase, who, regardless of how big of a prick he is, is so it, like great. there's nothing that comes out of his mouth that yeah. doesn't make me laugh. Yeah. yeah, which is why you're gonna love Community well, because which, again, he's, he's fucking nails. I uh, we talked about it on the podcast, so stupid. Um, but uh, your Chris, I know. Sorry, National Lampoon's Vacation was on the other day, mm-hmm. and it was my first and ever Beverly D'Angelo boob experience oh. with Beverly D'Angelo. Oh man! And I even I videotaped it. The screen is texted to me. Yeah. It was when I was I was at the hockey game with right. my buddy Creaser. We're, and, and we're like, talking oh, about Lost. Like oh, the memories. Right. We're talking about Lost That's at the hockey game. Um, it's just that dumb little shower scene. I'm like, I remember that yeah, scene being much longer. Yeah, he sends me a text, and you just got like the tiny. It's like seeing Joey. Or Adam's boobs and mall rats. Yeah. It's like just the tiniest like the moment. Just but it's like, like, yeah. Oh, what he's, an impact. He's doing the, that the, is. The, um, the psycho the thing. psycho thing where he's got like, like the soap he's like, and she jumps and flashes real quick. Uh, I love Beverly D'Angelo. I still love her. But growing up in the eighties and nineties, that's that's all you could uh, live for. It was that little was. flash is all yeah. that matters. We had that on VHS, and God damn it, that was some good times. That pause button was worn oh. out. <laughs> worn out. <laughs> I didn't know it could pause, hold, hold a pause that long. Right. It's almost um, as good as the 16 Candles one. That was my, that was my first. Yeah. Mall that was my first. was mine. No yeah. shit. Yep. No. I, yeah. was, I was like probably eight years old, and my cousins had it. And nice. Yeah. yeah. It was that. Joey Lauren Adams and, and Mall Rats was For me, first. it was D'Angelo, and then I, we didn't have it on tape, which is why it took a little while for me to find it. 
uh, Phoebe Cates, Fast Times Ridge High. Oh, mm. yeah. Fuck that pool scene. Oh, my God. You know what's fucked up? Never seen Fast Time, not on TV. Really? I've never seen that scene. Oh, my on God. So you haven't seen Isn't that bizarre? Uh, like super iconic moment? Like, oh, my God. I, I've seen Fast Times. Sure. But have I? No. If no. I've only ever seen it on like no. TNT, no. that's Fast Times. Yeah, I've yeah. never, I've never that's actually that's sat down and right. watched right. Fast Times. Right. On like unedited as it's meant to be. That's like forty year old version style, fast forwarding through the porn for the right. plot. Right. Yeah. That's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. I, I'm, I believe me. Before, I'm not thrilled about it. Before I forget, just the about way this. my life is yeah. unfolding. No, I understand. Brandon. I, I, I get it's, it. It's not an intentional choice. I get it. I well, get and I it. guess it is at this point. I'm fucking thirty two years old. I could have. I've had plenty of opportunities to go rent Fast Times. I was lucky enough to grow up with cable. Yeah, which for a Catholic boy might be the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah, lucky. Yeah. Oh, that was not. I that was not my experience. If I had, ca- I would go home and watch Cinemax. And I'm pretty sure I had to go to confession the next day. Yeah, I didn't sure. have cable until I was like 17. Oh, see, my my grandpa worked for the cable company. We had cable for free forever. Mm. I was so uh, that's why I got Fraggle Rock. That's the only reason I had HBO. Fraggle yep, Rock. I never yeah. had Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Before I forget about this, so I can't remember her, how many episodes ago it was, but I introduced you or tried to introduce you to Twelve O'clock High. Yeah. That little remember I made, I manifested it. One uh-huh. of the things we also manifested. Right. 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 At the very, I just recently watched the entire thing and was doing some shit, and the credits played right. Uh huh. And it wasn't really, it's not Marvel style. It wasn't all credits and then a and then an end credit. End credit. It was like a mid credit. A mid credit thing as credits played right. Uh huh. And it was kids. It was like B roll. It was. was going on. It was just other students that you never saw in the movie uh-huh. talking about the fight that happened between sure. the bully and the nerd. Right. Uh huh. One of the students, shit you not, was. L- Miss Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck's her name? Um, I forget her name offhand. I know I uh, it'll pop my head. But you know, she's, you recognized her. And- she's, well, she's like this tall. You, you know this girl. You uh, she's been in. I knew her from other '80s movies. The great '80s movie, um, um, the, the one I tried with Christian Slater's uh, sister. I tried to get you into. Um, Billy Jean something. I can't remember exactly what it was. The great 80s movie you can't remember. I can't remember the name of it. Right. <laughs> right. right. The, the amount of great 80s movies you've put in front of me that I have looked. That, like, there's again, beer I was, and there's I was, alcohol on this table I, and I, I can't was remember the great 80s movie. born late 80s, yeah. man. Yeah. I was born late 80s and my parents were... This is why we need a producer guy on the side I can point to and say, <laughs> look me up that fucking Billy Jean movie right. with Christian and, Slater's sister. And which producer guy are we going to find that's not too stoned or too drunk to do the job himself? No one. No one. <laughs> right. No one. Um, um, but yeah. that's, every time you bring up an 80s movie, like, I was born in the 80s. I know. I know. But raised in the 90s. And my parents, again, uh, were... My parents are not... Uh, people that give a shit about anything in pop culture. My parents don't really watch movies. I sh- they don't listen to a lot of music. Like, my parents are wonderful, fun people. But, like, just don't give a shit about things that aren't part of their circle. Sure, I gotcha. I know what you um, mean. Which is strange to me, because that's all I give a shit about. But So, like, it wasn't like my dad was like, here's this band, here's this fucking movie. Like, no, man, they're like... My dad was like, "Here's this. Here's this baseball team, right? Here's this hockey team. Here's I sh- this whiskey. I should have. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're eight. I should have. Right. I yeah. should have planned better and recorded it. Um, but I didn't. So here we are. Um, but it's so brief and so random. I'm not even going to call it one of my 
famous people who were sure whatever. Uh, I'd say it is. It's borderline. I mean, borderline. Well, but see, no one knows her. They know the voice. But Which if you saw what, her, but Brandon, yes, John. the fact that you're talking about the the B roll mid credit <laughs> scene of the <laughs> B movie, yeah, featuring right? the voice of an animate that is the definition of your segment here, man. Yeah. That is that is the most distilled <laughs> version of obscure yeah. appearance of person you know. You could be right. <laughs> in its purest form, you just you just made yeah. pure crystal meth, Brandon. It's true. Everything else right. is a distilled version of what you just laid out. I'm Heisenberg. Right. I get it. Right. You haven't even seen Breaking Bad, and you get that reference. Uh huh. So yeah, I get you. All right, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and cross off Lisa Simpson. Yeah, I think we covered that. Good call. Good call. <laughs> so, I, I like we were bullshitting. I brought up Mr. Plow, and that popped in my head because I saw. The three o'clock high thing the other so, day. So. B roll eighties movie that yeah, I don't right. even fucking know existed. Yeah, it's me neither. It's wonderful. It's I'm sure it's, it sounds like it. I am oh, not denying. I that. love it on so many levels. It has everything you want in a movie. Um, before we wrap shit up, uh-huh. I got a couple random things I want to bring up. Okay, Kevin Feige has said uh, Marvel TV canon don't matter. Like Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, all the Netflix stuff. It does not is not canon. Yeah, yeah. Do you care? Are we good? I, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I don't. We figured. That? Um, I also think that's bullshit. I think does that affect them bringing in those guys to do other stuff? Charlie Cox will be in the next. He's Daredevil. He has to be. Yeah. Well, no, Charlie Cox. He's Wolverine. Too. Will he's Hugh Jackman? No, I'm saying right now, Charlie Cox in the next Spider-Man movie. Ooh. As fucking Peter Parker's lawyer. lawyer. I, right, right. <laughs> and no, it, I, I brought done. that up a while back. Right, no, you totally. did, and, and it's done. I and did. the instant you said it, that's the only way I can think. And that right. will, I, Kevin Feige's throwing a red herring there. I think yeah. what he's saying is a lot of that you can throw out the window. I think right. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., well, you can't because it's still Coulson. Like, right. I think. Uh, but on the TV show, isn't he a clone? No, he's he's got Kroll. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Okay. But, like, I don't... I think what he's saying is... I, I think, really, it's it's trying to simplify the viewership experience um, because the Disney Plus shows are going to directly inform the movies. Right. Going forward. Right. Like, the, the Disney Plus shows should be treated as movies. Right. As far as if you're trying to experience the MCU. Right. Right? Like, I don't think the movies will rely on you having seen that, but I think they will enrich it. Whereas Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix stuff didn't. I think they just referenced that. They exist in the same universe, but I don't think they matter as much. And I just think what Kevin Feige is trying to do is... I think he's trying to quiet the masses because everyone is now starting to get this place of like weird streaming fatigue Mm -hmm. immediately. Like Disney Plus both gave us the exact thing we wanted and the exact thing we dreaded at the same time. And I think he's just trying to get ahead of that. But you you can't go back and retcon things that did exist also in the MCU. Like... To say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't canon, well, Coulson was in, like, six of those movies. Right. right. It It is. Right. 
It, it can't not be. Right. You can say those storylines aren't important. Right. Because they're not. Right. See, but at but, the beginning, but, weren't they but, saying it was... They were. Canon? They, they right. tried to imply that, yes, yeah, it was right. just... They tried to make it matter. The next move was from the movie right to this show. Right. right. No, absolutely. But then they had to pivot because really the whole show... The whole... I think what happened... So the show was essentially building to be the prequel to Inhumans. Mm. And then Inhumans was supposed to be how the MCU responded to not having access to the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And then I think when that plan fizzled out, they pivoted away from the show and just let it kind of crumble. But, I mean, like, Lady Sif, fucking Jamie Alexander was right. Lady Sif in that, like, right. there's too much crossover. Right. And it directly references and responds to events in Captain America Winter Soldier. Right, like, right. There is too much there to say, like, that's not canon. Right. But there, but it's also a total dick move to say, that shit doesn't matter. Right. So I think that's I think that's the more polite way of saying, shit don't disregard that, but Watch what shows. we're doing on Disney Plus matters in a different way. I think right. that's all he's trying to do, is right. say, like, what we're doing now with, like, the Loki series and the What If, what if series and the WandaVision series... Right. And the Winter Soldier, uh, uh, Falcon and Falcon, Winter Soldier yeah, series right. directly informs the movies, and that is, I think he's just trying to draw a line of delineation, but I also think, who fucking cares? Right. Totally. Is the other thing. Yeah. Of like, I, I love, I love the world we live in, pop culture wise. Like, I, I, I do. I feel so grateful to be alive in this time. But I also understand, like, picking hairs of, like, this is canon and that's not canon. Right. It's all fucking fictional, man. Right. Right. Like, who fucking cares? Right. Who right. fucking cares? Ignore what you want to ignore. Read what you want to read. It doesn't fucking matter. See, I just I, I just think the movie should have been canon. Like, the whole right. thing. Like, that's well, it. See, that's it. And then stop and just do right, the shows because right. people want to watch. Like, right. People don't want to watch the shows. Right. right. It, you know, well, it's two different experiences. It is. The whole, I, I, I watch a series to get one... One feeling. Right. I watch a movie to get another. Right. The whole argument is ridiculous. Look at what. Right. Look at what they're doing with Crisis. Right. Smallville was twenty years ago. This yeah. was thirty years ago. Yeah. It doesn't. And they were fucking, all made by different people. They're just using it. It's just as, fun. Right. It's fun. Right. It's entertainment. Exactly. Let it be entertainment. Exactly. Because comics. Right. Done. Because that's all Done. that matters. Done. Um, Matrix Four is in production. I give zero fucks about that yeah. movie. Zero. They're bringing back Neo and Trinity. Their brains were uploaded to the Matrix before death. Will I watch it? Yes. yes. Do I care? No. Not All necessarily. Right. Fair do enough. I waste money to go see it in a theater, or do I wait for probably it to not? Fucking... I'll, that's probably one that I'll red box. I wouldn't even red box that shit. I would just wait for it to come on. I'll like, probably a go to platform. the theater. I mean. It's, I was, uh, the first one, I was, I mean, what was that, 99 probably? The first one I was, was fantastic. I was, the first one was one of the best in. movies of all I was yes. all in. Um, and that came out, I, I mean, I view the first Matrix the same way I view, like, Fight Club and, yeah. and you know, movie, I mean. It's sure, the, it's, it's that important. It's yeah. that I agree. great. I agree. Um, now, after that, say what you will, you know, but I, I'm, I'm all, well, so, I so, went, here, I went to see Boondock Saints 2 in a theater. So did I. It was me it was a and like choice. that other dude. 
I regret that choice. But if I've done that, I have to at least go see this in the theater. So, uh, so here's what I'll say about it. I and and we can, you know, maybe I'll go with you to the theater. Fair, all right, fair enough. Fair um, enough. What I need to do is I, I need a day to sit down and watch all three of the first ones again. Okay. Because the first Matrix movie fucking awesome. is ingrained in me as, yeah. as pure and wonderful, and I right. love it. And I can still recite every beat to that movie. Mm-hmm. I saw each of the sequels once and didn't give a shit about them. So if I rewatch all three, maybe something will trigger in me of saying, yeah, I'll go back. Sure. Um, Along that note, though, Matrix 4 and John Wick 4. Yeah, I read about Opening in theaters the same day. Oh, okay. Nice. Reeves against Reeves. Interesting. Two Keanu Reeves franchises giving you their fourth installment on the same day. Wow. Does anyone give a shit about either is the interesting question. <laughs> like, we're talking about part four. I enjoy John Wick for what it both is. Both of these. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't I, either. None of them? No. Uh, I haven't seen the third one yet. The first two, fun. Yeah. I mean, if you know, if you enjoy, you know, I'm not going to say it's as good as, like, Die Hard, but it's as good as the Die Hard trilogies. Yeah, just like, See, a, just like a standard and, and action know, franchise. Right. A good I mean, franchise. I have way more pride saying I enjoy John Wick than if I was a Fast and Furious fan saying, can't wait for that one to come out Well, next. yeah, because fuck Fast and Furious. Yeah, I fucking hate those movies. Well, apparently after 10, they're done. People are upset. We'll see. Uh, they're upset. We'll see. And apparently that, after 10, they're the done next one coming out has, Yeah, the next one coming That's, out has the dead see, guy in it. They've made like one <laughs> every... Hologram disaster. Right, yeah. <laughs> they've made one every 18 months. For the last decade, they'll fucking they're gonna say we're done, and really all it means we're taking back. three years off. Yeah, yeah. We'll get Fast Eleven. It's coming probably. probably. Really, it's gonna be called like Fast and Furious, but the F's are gonna be shaped like ones. Like I can I I can tell you I could draw you the logo right now. It'll just be put more it Hobbs and Shaw. I'm telling yeah. you right now, I could draw the logo for Fast and Furious Eleven, put it in your drawer and let no one see it, <laughs> and it will materialize on the screen in four years. That's fair. That is exactly what that franchise yeah. is. It is elevator me. I, I can fucking just, I could do it for you. Just, right fucking now. They'll just bring it back until Vin Diesel needs money. Like that's when they're gonna bring it back. Vin right. Diesel always needs money, apparently. Vin Diesel's fucking Groot, man. So? Worst part about the entire Marvel universe. <laughs> Sad. Vin Diesel. Well, fuck. But this ties in a little bit. Speaking of Marvel Universe, Mr. Bradley Cooper, Batman and Joker 2. Huh? Where did you read this? I can't tell you where I read this. What are your sources? Yeah. I can't tell you that either. Motherfucker. They should not... Ever bring Batman into those? Movies. I'm just Never. telling you what they should not I've make any more. As a huge Batman fan, they should have never. Like they should just not even talk about it. Well, like, as a huge as a huge Batman fan, Joker just shouldn't be a Batman movie. No, Joker Joker shouldn't be the Joker. Can like, you have just, a Joker movie without Batman in the? I'm not. I don't know what. Yes. I don't know how no. he's being I'm saying portrayed. Like I don't the, know what he's doing. I, Maybe he's singing so a tune me, with uh, Lady Gaga. All know. I'm going to do... Could be. I'm going to say right now... Maybe Lady Gaga... Because I'm going to save this for next month when we have our 2019 countdown. Okay. I, I have some strong feelings about Joker. Um, as a movie. And I don't think it's a Batman movie. I don't think it should be. And I don't think they should sequelize it, and I think if they no. do, they especially shouldn't involve Batman. No. But 
That said, I fucking love Bradley Cooper. So if you want to give me Bradley right? Cooper in the Cape and the Cow, I like Bradley I'll Cooper. fucking be there. I think he would make an excellent Bruce Wayne. I'll be pissed about it. I'm not sure how great I'd But I felt the same about like uh, Michael Keaton. I'm like, he'll be a good Bruce Wayne, but I'm not sure I can picture him as a Batman. I also don't see Bradley Cooper. So let's say we're, talk- we're talking Joker 2. By the time that comes out, Bradley Cooper is going to be, what, 50 years old? I have no yeah. idea. How really, or, yeah. or pushing that. Yeah. So how are we playing with this timeline? I don't have an answer for that either. Because that's got to be like 40 years after Joker. Could be. And in that movie, Joker's fucking... If we're stretching, Joker's 30. Beyond. Really, he's probably 40. But I'm saying yeah. you could you could play with it and say he's a 30-year-old man. So we're talking about 70-year-old man as Joker? See, but then you can play on Batman Beyond, though. I, Couldn't you? Which is what I would love. I, w- I want to see a Batman I, see, I w- but, if, but Batman Beyond, I want to see with Michael Keaton. I don't right. want to see with right. fucking... Right. No, no, no. I agree with that. I don't want to see that. Bradley I don't want to see that shit with you. Bradley Cooper and Joaquin Phoenix. Right. right. No. Which, I want to see that with fucking Michael which Keaton. He has and been I want to see Finn to Wolfhard right. from fucking Stranger Things <laughs> as Terry McGinnis. <laughs> I'm going there. I understand. I understand. I I I got gotcha. you. I mean, I I just report. I don't have an opinion. Yet I hope, somehow I hope your source is flawed. Yet somehow yeah. things I say happen. I hope they don't this time. I hope your source is flawed. They shouldn't even make a sequel to no, that Joker it's movie. Done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Over. Let it go. I, I, that I agree with too. I'm not not saying either one's right or wrong. It came and it went. I am. All right. It came and it went. And it frustrates me. That's not. How do you feel about your childhood heroes pimping out Ring or whatever the fuck they're pimping out now? The Muppets here on uh, TV. Well, the out. Muppets were always yeah. whores for a dollar, so it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, okay. okay. It doesn't bother me at all. But if we're talking about my childhood pimping things out, let's talk about just how fucking dope that trailer for Ghostbusters is. Oh, dude, Sweet. yeah. That is the most excited I have ever been for yeah. a movie, and I can't. Yeah. Fucking wait! Oh my yeah. god! I'm, I couldn't wait before I saw the trailer, and then I saw it, and I was like, "It's even better than what I was right. thinking." And then the fucking voiceover with Bill Murray, yep. call it fate. I was gonna say they didn't call even, it luck, call it karma. They ah! didn't, they didn't so even there. show a Ghostbuster, and it was great. Oh yeah. my god! I'm yeah, so great. Fucking in. yeah! You saw Sli- Slimer? Yeah, yeah, yes. Slimer. No, I keep hearing that's not Slimer though. Really? I keep hearing it's just some random fucking ghost, but. Like, See, you I have figured to, like, pause it at the right spot. That's slime. Right. I figured. I'm like, hoping it is. Like the God. the farm where they find the ghost Ecto traps one. or whatever and all that stuff. I feel like you know, uh, Vankman. I'm not Vankman. Um, Egon. 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 That's his farm. St- right. It's his farm. He stored a bunch of ghosts there after New York. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And it's either failing or someone opened it up. And here comes here Paul comes. Rudd. Opened that shit up. Oh my God. I don't know. Paul Rudd. I don't know. I've, no. Paul Rudd. I feel like Paul Rudd's going to throw on a proton pack in the Paul end. Rudd's the new think Ghostbuster. So? Oh, He's not think the bad. So? Oh. I, I, I think Paul I Rudd... I may pull it out and jerk off if Paul Rudd pulls out a proton pack. He would. I, I may. I, well, I may. You know, so I'm not going to go there. Oh. It would Those be are a, two of my most favorite things ever coming together. Mm. Ghostbusters and Jack and all. And Paul Rudd. No, not Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Three of my so most Gordy favorite Weaver things ever. That yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd and Jack and all. Holy shit, Rick Moranis. So, Paul Rudd... Like, it would be a great twist if Paul Rudd was the antagonist. Sure. That would be awesome. But I don't think it's going to happen. Because I... So, if, if I'm... If I'm Jason Reitman and I'm making this movie, my entire thought process is, like, I want to make a movie that could be a conclusion 
to my dad's masterpiece, but could also be a jumping off point to continue the franchise. Sure. And Paul Rudd is the guy you can attach a franchise to. True. So I think you leave him as a protagonist because that opens the door for four if it seems necessary. Paul Rudd. But I also think Finn Wolfhard is a fucking legit star in his own right at this point between Stranger Things and It Mm -hmm. that I also think he could be that guy. But like... Paul, if Paul Rudd were the bad guy, I'd almost be a little disappointed. I would be very disappointed. Because I just love Paul Rudd. Yeah. And he's just, and he just I seems like, like he's, he's too, so, but like in the trailer, he's so geeked out when he sees it's Egon's grandkids and like, I mean, if you stick yeah, to normal Ghostbuster cool. storytelling, the big bad is never, it's like a ghost. Someone or throughout the right. story weaving yeah. in and, you know what I mean? He's not a main character per se. He just, well, it is that douchey fucking museum assistant. Yeah, but he's that just fucking weasel. He's just a vessel <laughs> a for the big bad. He's a the puppet. Is that right. Vigo name? the Carpathian. And you only name? see him sporadically. Not Vigo the Carpathian, no, but the, 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 the little, fucking the little Eastern guy. European guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who, what was his uh, name? With the fucking with the, He was in yeah. a bunch of random yeah. things, too. And that fucking yeah. awful accent. Yeah. 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 He reminds yeah. me. Oh, my God. He's not nearly as good as Balky Bartokimus from Perfect Strangers, who was also a great in Beverly Hills Cop. Jesus Christ. This is an 80s throwback. He's right. Have we out. gone too far? Yeah. How far down the rabbit hole have we gone? Eddie Murphy's hosting Saturday Night Live next week. I know. That's going to be badass. That's going to be fun. It's going to be coming back? Yeah. I mean, it's the Christmas episode. It's all they gotta, It's got to be all. I mean, yep. every cameo ever is going to be there. You know it. It's going to be awesome. It has to be. It's going to be a doozy. I um I don't have anything else unless you guys boy you boys no, have something else to do. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm good. All right. Let's go snow day. Nice guy. Oh, excuse me. Yes? I'm trying to find a German doll. Me too, me too. Do you have any more in the back? <laughs> what? You see that? <laughs> what did I say? These, these guys are looking for a turbo man? A German doll, yes. <laughs> They're looking for a turbo man. <laughs> hey, everybody, these two are looking for...